Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Inger, today with my fabulous co-host. Hey, everybody. This is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. So it's been a little bit since we've podcasted. We apologize uh, for the delay, but um, we've been definitely missing all of you in Mm -hmm. uh, podcasting land. So we're glad to be back at it. And we've had an exciting couple of weeks with that we've um, missed out. So uh, let's start first with kind of like a recap of the team show, because that was the Mm -hmm. first week that we missed. So um, thoughts over all of the team show, Chris? Yeah, so um, I always love having these uh, on the calendar where we can get like a group of people together. Um, and I always feel like everybody really enjoys the camaraderie of seeing their teammates and being able to like um, be backstage together and do team posing together. I always try like if I have a first time athlete, getting them into a team show. I know it's like extra stress with sometimes having to fly and travel while you're competing, but there's just like, it calms your nerves knowing you have like your teammates back there and the coaches on staff. So it was great to see everybody. And I think the show went really well. It was a good way to kind of wrap up the, the fall events. Yeah, I think we hit a new record for Glam Girl team show. Oh, yes. We had seven athletes. 26 medals and 10 of them were first place uh, yes showings and so that was and then we also had three in overall pose down so one in wellness and two in bikini and both of those bikini ones were your athletes yeah yeah it was the first time I think uh one of my athletes it was her first show and then the other one was her um they were both new for this year so that was really exciting. And they were both really proud they made it to the overall. Yeah, it was very cool. And what were the height classes? G and? And C. And C. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we had wellness. I think Zondri. Well, that's Brittany's client, but I think she was B in wellness, I think, maybe. I think she was C. 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 Yes. C and open. I think she was mm-hmm. B in the novice ones. Oh, Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that was super exciting. And then, um, and this is totally a reflection of all of the coaches efforts throughout the years, um, in terms of just like us working together as a team and a whole, um, you know, just backstory on this is we've been doing Mm -hmm. these team shows since pretty much the inception of the company Mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, and I felt like it was, a huge honor for all coaches involved in a reflection of what they've done over the last years is that we, we did get trainer of the year um, yeah. as a team. So um, yeah, just at that show alone, we had coach Deb, we had coach Elizabeth and then you and I were there. So mm-hmm. we always like to keep our ratios really, um, you know, it's not one-to-one exactly, but at least mm-hmm. a two-to-one ratio for sure. having seven athletes and four coaches there everybody just we find that it it's just nice to be able to have your coach with you backstage for one thing but also just Mm -hmm. we all work together as a team so like for example yes Brittany um was getting engaged um so (laughs) she wasn't there but we were able to help Zandri and then Mm -hmm. um 
you know, we kind of all work together uh, and help one another get up the stage. And as far as like makeup and hair, we always have our fantastic crew of Muha people and Marlin <laughs> was doing the hair and we had Monique doing the makeup and I thought both of them did a fantastic job. So all in all, it was like six people working <laughs> together to help these seven people yeah, uh, get on stage. And then we had our wonderful photographer for our team photo shoot in between Steven um, Smith. He's been, he was there at the very first team show doing the photo shoot and we did our 30 minutes of fitness gear and our 30 minutes of suits and I felt like those pictures are just invaluable when you work so hard and the day goes by so fast like sometimes Mm -hmm. you forget to even pull out your phone so he gave us you know access to like I feel like 200 photos which is so generous and he does such a good job so yeah that was fun too I always feel like whether I'm a coach or an athlete, I'm always focused on the event and I'm not thinking about like documenting it. So it is always really nice to have professional pictures um, at these like team shows. Yeah. So I guess that kind of wraps that up. Um, As far as Thanksgiving, that was like the next event. (laughs) How did your Thanksgiving go? Yeah, my Thanksgiving was very low-key, which was nice. Um, I feel like we've been traveling pretty much either every other weekend or it's just been a lot. It's been a lot of traveling. So um, we ended up just staying local uh, with some of my boyfriend's family, which was actually really nice. Uh, she, We made like uh, – <laughs> we had chicken instead of turkey, <laughs> but um, still counts. And, uh, and then we just had like a couple sides and there was a few of us that just kind of enjoyed a meal together. And, uh, my boyfriend and I got in a great workout in the morning, which was really nice. The gym was like, it was closed, but if you had like 24 hour access, you could get in there. So we had a nice quiet gym to ourselves, which was very nice. And then, like I said, we had dinner and then just kind of relaxed for the rest of the day. Um, so nothing like huge. Um, but it was definitely much needed to have like a relaxing, uh, holiday and it allowed me to focus on like my clients and helping prepare them for their events and like talk through what social, um, plans they had and expectations and where they were at in their prep and how to approach their nutrition. So, um, all in all, I thought it was like a successful holiday. Yeah. Um, how was yours? Yeah. So we can get into that in a bit. Um, First, I wanted to follow up with the same weekend as the team show. I forgot to ask you, how did yeah. the powerlifting meet go? Oh, it went well. Um, we were definitely, I, f- okay, so I flew back and arrived around like noon and he was so busy. He couldn't even pick me up from the airport. Oh. So I actually had to get a lift. Um, but then I took a lift to the wrong hotel. Oh, no. <laughs> And then I had to take another lift to the actual Ray Hotel. I just walked into this hotel and I'm like, I'm here for the powerlifting meet. And they all looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, oh, no, I made a mistake. So I think um, since I didn't sleep a ton with the the team show, with all the excitement and the events, um, (laughs) I definitely made some mistakes on my traveling back. But um, it was fine. I had like a nice quiet ride. And then um, they were finishing up the events that afternoon. So 
um, I think by like eight o'clock we were done and able to like go back to the hotel room and get some sleep. So that was our moment of like, we, we made it through that crazy weekend, but. Oh, are you still there? Okay. Days to recuperate. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I lost you for a second. Um, yeah, yeah. That sounds like it was very successful. Uh, It was. And then following that, on that Monday, we had the culmination of our fall bikini challenge. Oh, uh, yes. So I wanted to announce those winners and kind of talk about that a little bit. It was an eight-week challenge. And the winner, Jenna Hunsecker, she had lost 13 pounds in two months and uh, an inch and a half off her waist, two inches off her hips, and two inches off each of her upper thighs for a total of four. Uh, mm-hmm. You can check out our Instagram, Glam Girl Bikini, and check out her results. Her photos are very impressive. Our, and she was coached by uh, Coach Drea. And then we had the runner-up, Becky Zare. She had lost 5.9 pounds, 2 inches in her waist, 2.5 in her hips, and 2.25 in her hips, and 1 in her thigh. And her pictures really, I think, is what solidified her her placement her mm-hmm. abs were absolutely shredded and she was coached by coach Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And then do you want to talk about your third place winner, Hillary? Yeah. I don't have her like stats in front of me. Okay. I've got them in front of you or in front of me. So I can go over those really <laughs> yeah, quick. Um, so she lost 7.9 pounds, mm-hmm. inch and a half in her waist, one inch on the hips, and then one inch in each leg for a total of two. So yes. Yeah, I think all of the contestants did a great job. It was it's always hard to pick like the winner, um, but I also love that like a different coach wins every time we do one of these challenges. Um, coach Drea is definitely a, a big contender in these bikini challenges. So um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was really good, and I liked the timeline of kind of giving a fall goal and then it kind of set you up for getting into the holidays. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's funny. I signed up a bunch of people while I was over in Europe and, um, you know, a lot of them, their start day was around Thanksgiving and yeah. that time frame. And I, I mean, what I told them is when I started this journey, you know, several years ago, um, we'll say maybe 11 or <laughs> maybe more 12. Mm-hmm. I, I started on Thanksgiving, my diet, I remember, and I just was like, if I can make it through the holidays, then I know that this is like something that I can do for life, you know, that's something that I'm committed to. So kudos to those people that, you know, don't wait until the New Year's to start with their goals. I think it's super important if you, if you want to make that commitment to changing your life, then you know, it should start today because there's always going to be some sort of celebration, no matter what it yes. is, like birthdays, holidays are always going to come up. And so you kind of just have to know how to navigate through those. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you had asked about my Thanksgiving. So circling back yes. to that. <laughs> so that was spent in London and um, I was super fortunate to, obviously they don't celebrate Thanksgiving there, <laughs> but um <laughs> So what we did was I really wanted hibachi. Um, So I was eating Japanese food on Thanksgiving in the UK, 
which is kind interesting. Of, yes. And our chef was from Hungary. So it was just like, yeah, it was very international, but, um, it was so good because for one thing, that's a really great choice when, if you're like wanting to stay kind of like within like a healthy way of going out to eat, I think, um, in terms of, I just asked for like chicken and he chopped it up, you know, grilled it basically and didn't add any oil or butter. And then I just asked oh, nice. for extra vegetables. So it was like asparagus, zucchini, yellow squash, and broccoli. And that was my Thanksgiving dinner. So it was really yummy. I really enjoyed it. You had chicken for Thanksgiving? I did. Too. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's that's good. And you were with your family. Yeah. And it's always hard to just like go out to eat and find like a good amount of protein, like, yeah. you know, and vegetables that are fresh. And so it was, yeah. And it's always a cool experience to do the hibachi because they like make it right in front of you and super fun that way. So was hibachi any different in London than it is in America? It wasn't really this okay. restaurant. So they have like Benihana's, which are chains that are yeah. in the United States. But we didn't want to go to those. It, the guy was telling us that they're actually really rare to find in the UK at all. Not many people hmm. eat there. Um, we were definitely the only people in this restaurant. <laughs> but <laughs> more people started coming. Um, I think we just eat dinner a lot earlier than the average person. But especially oh. in Europe terms. Oh, my gosh. Um, we'll get to this later. But when the show was done at like 3 p.m., which was great amount of time and I was like oh good like we can like have a good dinner and yeah celebrate and whatever but I did not realize that no one in Europe apparently eats before 7 p.m. so like literally every oh. restaurant in Rome did not open until 7 p.m. so I had to oh, wait yeah, four hours <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait four hours after the show to eat a meal and I was like oh my gosh um but yeah, it's just part part of the culture. They they eat like a big breakfast and they eat a big dinner and they eat it super late and there's not much in between. Um yeah, so That's wild. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, so anyway, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about the the Euro Masters next or did you I want to hear else to chat about uh... and catch up our audience on. Yeah, I don't think that there's very much going on in my world uh, besides those like couple events that we covered. I am dying to know how your trip was, and I probably have like a million questions, so I'm ready to dive into that if you are. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess we can just start with what was this that I did? <laughs> so what was yeah, the show called? Yeah, why were you in Europe? <laughs> why was I in Europe? Um, so they had announced in, I think it was like May of this year mm -hmm. that they were going to do the first ever European masters pro qualifier. So prior to this year, in the last 40 years of the history of the MPC, they had never had any chance for you to win a pro card as a master's competitor in Europe. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I like to do these things anyways but I've in the past I've always had to do the open class to mm -hmm. try to go for a pro card. So like the last time I was in Italy, I think it was 2017 maybe. 
um, I was in San Marino and that was the first year that the MPC switched over, um, to like the IFBB professional league or, you know, pro league. That was the year that they had transitioned. So it was the first year that really like Europeans had like opportunities. Now they had always had the San Marino like pro am in the past, but that was like the official inaugural thing. So I remember JM was there and like Robin, um, and they had this big press thing. So I was there for the first year that it was like the NPC worldwide in San uh-huh. Marino. And then, um, but I had to, I had to place in the open in order to be eligible for the pro card. And then same with, uh, when I went to Spain, um, in Alicante, uh, it was the same thing at that point. You know, they still didn't have, obviously, a master's. Um, they had master's categories, and I competed in those, but they didn't count for anything. Uh, you had to win, okay. you know, your class in the Open, and then you had to be, like, depending on which show it was. I think back then it was just the first place winner of the overall. Like, the overall winner got the pro card. And I remember in, in Alicante it was Phoebe Hagen. <laughs> Um, yes. She was in my height class. And then um, the other one, she was from China, and she is a fairly popular pro now, but she ended up winning the pro show the next day. So oh. um, that's kind of the backstory. And so Tyler Mannion was there overseas with Attila, and they kind of did this whole big you know, production, and Robin Chang was there again um, with mm-hmm. his crew. And if you don't know who Robin Chang is, he's a huge production um, coordinator, I guess you would say, for the MPC and the IFBB. He is a well-oiled machine. He'll, he does a lot of these international shows, and I think he is an integral part like in the Olympia and um, kind of making sure it's running smoothly. So he has a big team, and he... I think he was also in Alicante. So it was all three of the European shows that I went to. He was kind of like the production manager. So he was there and then um, Tyler and Attila were there and they they kind of announced um, Barbara, who it's so cool that she's a female promoter and she, it was her idea to, you know, do this for the Aww. Masters competitors. And you could um, you could basically compete in bodybuilding, women's physique, figure wellness and bikini were all there for the women's day so that was on Sunday and then the men were on Saturday and basically they just did a back-to-back pre-judging and finals so you know women's physique went on for pre-judging and then they gave the awards then they did the overall and then they handed out the pro card and then it went on to figure so bikini was last and there were um, several different categories and options there so 35 it was a through h and then 40 it was a through h and then they had 45 and i believe that one was a through f um okay. and then i think 50 was like a through d possibly okay but those were the splits so you know it was it was a lot of competitors and um we basically did pre-judging and um we went through each of the categories. So it went 35, 40, 45, 50 prejudging. And then we got corralled back into the top five. And then we went on stage, got our awards. And then at the very end, they awarded 
um, the pro cards and the overall. And at this show in particular, there were for bikini there were two pro cards per uh, class. So basically, in my age groups, thirty five and forty, there were mm-hmm. four pro cards awarded. Um, but a lot of people won multiple pro cards. So like if they were in the thirty five, then they won like the pro card in the forty as well. So oh, okay. it kind of like took away some of the pro cards in that sure. sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that these people have been waiting 40 years, literally. Yeah. I mean, you could tell because they came in peak condition. I mean, I kid you not, the the winner of the 35, I could see feathers in her glutes wow. as she walked. Every single like fiber of her muscle I was like almost to the point where I felt like it was a bit much with how conditioned these girls were but I think also you have to kind of judge whatever is there and you know usually at pro qualifiers especially since you don't have to really qualify to go to them um, that you can just enter even if you haven't done previous shows and things like that I could just tell like Everybody has been waiting for this moment. Like they were unbelievably conditioned. I've literally, I've never been to a national show in the United States that had this level of conditioning. So I was actually going to ask you if you noticed a difference of the bodies in Europe, like throughout, because you've been to several throughout the years. Mm -hmm. Um, If there was like a difference before or now, there's just like a big because. I do have um, a client who lives in uh, in Europe, and we've looked at like past shows and her in her experience over the past like year or two. She said that the bodies are like no one shows up like iffy, like they show yeah. up like ready to go. Oh yeah. Um, and she said that she thinks that from her perception that, um, you know uh there there's just like there maybe not as many people because the people who show up they just know that they're like absolutely ready to go um literally so, everyone looked like a pro i was like are, is wow. this a mixture of pros and, <laughs> and i was like what the heck i mean literally beautiful physiques i i don't know how these people picked honestly that's wild it's just like it was unbelievable so one thing i will say is some of the people did not tan right (laughs) some people didn't tan at all which was really odd um so and then (laughs) this is another weird thing about europe and all of my experiences with europe have been a little like the first one in italy when we were like tanning naked with the men oh yeah i was like oh my gosh like I'm very like <laughs> modest in that way. And I was just like seeing these guys like walk around with socks. Um, just like, and then it my wasn't husband, on their feet. Everyone. Yeah. And then my, <laughs> my husband was like looking down from the stairs that he was coming in from the entrance. And he was like, Oh my gosh, that's a naked person. And he's like, Oh my God, that's my wife. Like what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh. Like it was, it was really poor planning, but I mean, they don't care in Europe. And so mm-hmm. I have a son that's 15 
and my family did oh. come with me. And there were times when my husband had to be like, Bryce, you need to like leave this room right now because there were no areas for changing. Everybody oh. like literally was walking around like this one girl was her boyfriend, hopefully. Or I don't know if it was her coach or what, but like she was just standing there in the middle of the entire backstage with like tons of men and, you know, whatever. And she just like didn't have a top on and was getting tanned by this guy. He was just like using his hands to put tanner on her. And then he would like come back and like look at her. And then he'd like pat some more stuff on her. And it was a little uncomfortable. Like in my, I would say, because for one thing, um, okay, let me just backtrack first of all. So first of all, this place was at like a Universal Studios, Hollywood. It's like the Italian version of Universal. So it's where they like actually film stuff in Italy, but it's roller coasters. So all of us got tickets to an amusement park as part of our uh, entry into the show. So my kids could have like been riding roller coasters this whole time. And there's like people walking around the park and then the Cinecity... Center City is what it's called. Um, the theater that it was in, it was like they just had the doors open and no heat. So oh. luckily it was 50 degrees outside, and that's okay. what it was in the building. We were freezing. So we're wow. all like lean, like none of these people had body fat. <laughs> wow. And it was absolutely freezing. And then they had no bathrooms for the fans. And then if you were an athlete, you got access to a bathroom that was outside on muddy, like wet Stop pavement it. in like a little, you know, those portable, uh, like trucks that have just like oh a porta potty basically. So we had yeah. to go outside in this wind, like with oh. hair, makeup, tan, and these like little porta potty things. And it was freezing. Um, so that part was like really uncomfortable. That would be my feedback about this venue. That was not like, there were no places for privacy because I mean, you couldn't have changed in one of those porta potties. They were so small. So I had to have my husband like drape blankets around me while I changed into my suit and everything. So it was kind of crazy in that regard. (laughs) I've kind of gone on a tangent about just the changing part of this, but um, yeah, there were, there were, there's a little bit of, uh, discomfort in that sense. But other than that, it was good that it, you know, luckily it didn't stretch out forever. Um, in the past, like when I went to Italy the time before I didn't go on stage until 7 P or 6 PM and I had been there since 7 AM. So wow. this one, you know, you, I arrived at like eight to get my hair and makeup done and then, you know, I was off stage by three. So I probably got on stage around one for the prejudging part or something okay. close to that. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was an experience. So I was glad that they, they put everything back to back and that they did put the girl, the females on one day, as opposed to past ones where we, we had to wait for all the male categories, prejudging and finals. And then we'd start and then bikini was last. Um, and then my, my experience in Spain, it went so long that the prejudging, we went like super late at night, like probably 7 p.m., 8 p.m. 
um, that they told us that they're not going to do finals until the next day. And they oh, told gosh. us that night. They're like, oh, we'll, we'll message you if you made it in the top five and you need to come back. And so me and my friend from Ireland, we had to, like, we didn't want to pay for hair and makeup for another day yeah. and for tan. So <laughs> we, we compiled whatever we had, um, makeup wise and just kind of like helped each other out backstage and did that so that we could accept our awards in the top five. And then, you know, then they did the overall, um, but yeah, it was, that was interesting because they didn't tell us they were doing that. Um, it was unexpected and I kind of had to stay up really late to find out if, oh. um, luckily Tim Gardner was the head judge and I kind of like asked him, I was like, is there a chance that I'm coming back? Can you just tell me so that, you know, but I mean, the one girl that won my class, she didn't know, she didn't get the memo and she had gone oh, out gosh. drinking and <gasps> eating a bunch of food and yeah she had no idea that she was supposed to come back the next day because she just oh left. my gosh yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> so be ready for curveballs basically is what you're saying there's yeah 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 you so, have to adapt yeah and I mean we didn't get the schedule until like Monday before in my family we left on Wednesday and my coach oh, was okay. just like do you know like when you're going on stage like do you have right. a schedule? I'm like, no. And I've messaged them a million times and you know, it, they knew about this whole thing for right. a long time. So it was just hard to like plan stuff. Sure. Um, and we can do another podcast on the food aspect of it. Okay. We're hitting like the 30 minute mark, but, um, yeah, the planning of going overseas and the food and all that is another adventure for next week. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's great. I actually have more questions too. So I would love to hear more about competing overseas. Okay, sounds good. All right, with that, we will um, check you next Tuesday and talk about travel and um, food and all of that. So if you would like to find us on Instagram, you can go to at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. And if you would like to apply for the team, you can go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the get started button. We do, we are accepting on our website um, any early bird registration for our retreat in February mm -hmm. from the 17th through the 19th with Celeste Rings Turk. So you get $100 off if you sign up for the retreat. It's in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, if you sign up before January 1st, you get $100 off. And if you are a member of Glam Girl or of Build More Than Just a Body, you get a special, even more discounted rate than if, um, you know, anyone can join us. And it's mm -hmm. a really fun weekend of workouts, posing, the mental aspects of mm -hmm. prep, food relationships, all that great bonding with a lot of really amazing women. So I encourage you to check that out. It's on our website as well, right below the get started button. You can find that information about the retreat. So with that, this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, signing off with my fabulous co-host. And this is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. Thanks for listening, everyone.